0: Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Okay, welcome back to the Kinky Heaton Podcast. This is season two, and I am so sorry I left you without a dope beat to step two. It's been two months, and I definitely forgot to say something. I just peaced out on y'all, so please forgive me. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, moving on. We have a lot to cover. Because right now, Roe versus Wade is happening. What does this have to do with that? Listen, you know I'm going to get there. But first, you know we got to do the show intro. You are now listening to another episode of the Kinky Heaton Podcast. For those new and returning, welcome to the Kinky Heaton Podcast. In this show, we explore all aspects of black sex, black sex culture, black sex ed, and the lifestyle as it pertains to kinks and fetishes. I only interview black folks about their black experiences, but I have one rule to keep in mind. It's none of my business, and I'm not judging you for who you love or what you into, as long as it's not children, animals, or people that cannot provide emphatic consent. That means yes with an S, a hard S. I mean, who wants someone that's lukewarm? I'm your host, G.R. Heaton. This is the Kinky Heaton Podcast. And welcome to the show. You know, we got to do our two kinks before we do anything else. The first one, I'm going to butcher it and it's going to be awful. So let me spell it first M A I E U S I O. Philia. Meiosophilia. Woo! That was awful. Anywho, that word simply means pregnancy fetish. You just like seeing pregnant people there is nothing particular about the pregnancy it could be anything it could be the mobility it could be the fact that they're taken it could be anything but you just like pregnant people but gravidophilia g-r-a-v-i-d-o-p-h-i-l-a means sexual arousal to being pregnant so if you're pregnant and you deem some sexual arousal from being pregnant which is a thing there's a whole thing about orgasming about orgasming while giving childbirth how it should be pleasurable but we'll do another episode on that because I gotta find the lady the the doula that participates in in that but those are two kinks the one that I shall not butcher again and gravidophilia we're talking about Roe versus Wade this week. Some things you should know about the history of it and why it's so important. We talked about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock more than we're talking about Roe v. Wade. They talked about Kevin Samuels more. And don't ask me what I think about Kevin Samuels because I'm going to hurt your feelings. I'm going to give you some history and some background. Real quick, we're going to talk about it. And, of course, you know, it's educational. So let's get into it. It's 1973, January 22nd, to be precise. And the Supreme Court has decided to accept Roe v. Wade. That means a person can choose to have an abortion until a fetus becomes viable, which happens about six months. And this is based on the right to privacy contained in the Due Process Clause of the 14th Amendment. Just bear in mind that most people don't even know that they're pregnant until about six weeks. Why is this such a big deal? Because abortion is basic health care. Most people that get abortions nowadays already have a kid. Yeah. And black and brown people, black women and Hispanics predominantly, will be affected most by this decision, if it's overturned, how will we know that? Because, first of all, I read something, and it said recently that, in Mississippi, forty-four percent of people are people of color, but eighty-one percent of women receiving abortions. In Texas, they're fifty-nine percent of the population, and seventy-four percent of those receiving abortions. Thirty-five and sixty-nine, in Alabama, and forty-two. And about 72 in Louisiana. Most black and brown people live down south. This is also racist. It targets people who are already on the border. They're already marginalized. If they make no allotments for you if you get raped, if it's either you or the baby, so that's medically necessary, or even if you just already have children don't want one or even if you're just not there yet you don't want a child it happened for whatever reason all these are viable reasons that should that should belong to you now some people may say what about the what about the man's choice or the person that got them pregnant there's a problem with that you may see women pregnant but you may not see their partners for whatever reason even if they may not have had a partner. It's looked down upon to get an abortion for a woman or a person that has a womb, but it's not as bad to walk away when the child is already out here. So a woman shouldn't be able to be like, hey, I'm not ready to have a kid. And there, since I'm cishet, it would be my partner, my male partner. He would say, but I want the baby. And I'll say, okay, I'm going to carry this for nine months and then it's all you, it's all you, baby. And then he says, after nine months, he was like, ah, 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 you know what? This is not for me. I'm not ready to be a dad. And it's like, whoa, what are we doing? And then I'm a horrible person if I put my kid in foster care where so many kids are abused, especially black children. So many bad things happen. There are good things that happen, but a lot of bad things happen. And I can say a lot of bad things happen. Because I have 57 foster brothers and sisters from white to black to Inuit to even to um, Blackfoot Indian. Run the whole gambit. Things do happen. And if Roe v. Wade is overturned, there will be a lot more children in foster care. There will be a lot more mental health issues. There will be a lot more deaths. There will be a lot more babies in dumpsters. There will be a lot more poverty. The infrastructure we have now cannot handle what will happen. I'm just saying. But let's get into some background about Roe v. Wade and how it actually got started. This whole thing started on the third coast. I'm talking about Texas with a white woman named Norma McCorvey. She used a legal pseudonym, Jane Roe. In 1969, she became pregnant with her third kid. She ain't wanted. it. She wanted an abortion. But like I said, she lived in Texas, where abortion was illegal, except to save the mother's life. So she went to attorneys, Sarah Weddington and Linda Coffey, and filed suit alleging that Texas abortion laws were unconstitutional. And it went from there. Let's bring that back. There was a white lady that said, boo-hoo, I don't want a third kid. Some people make the argument, well, why didn't they use condoms or contraceptives? Or why didn't they just not have sex? I want you to hear them crickets because y'all out here fucking. She wanted an abortion because she didn't want to have another kid. And sometimes that means there's another mouth to feed. At that point, another college to pay for, more clothes. A lot of things that people don't consider when they're telling people to have children. That how much stress it puts on the family. Roe v. Wade is so important because whether it's legal or not just like alcohol it will happen just without some of the safeguards it's kind of like prohibition you could get you could get alcohol anywhere may not have been the best but you could get it and then it became regulated again with abortion there will always be some sort of thing there will always be some some herb some um it may be a hanger, it may be whatever. All unfortunate things that can cause harm to the womb, but they'll still happen. But let's talk about Miss Norma. Miss Norma, she fought to be able to get this abortion. And then turned around and was like, woo, abortion's wrong. I got what I wanted. And then she was dying and on her deathbed confession, say, I was paid to say that. I believe in abortion rights. It's a little too late, lady. Now they think that, first of all, you're fickle, which is the common theme people think about women. The second part is you got what you wanted and then spoke out against it, whether you were paid or not. It was wrong. Third of all, now they're saying, see, you're going to get an abortion and you're going to regret it. Or what if you can't have kids later on? There are a lot of arguments, but none of those arguments should be allowed because it's not your body. This is about policing the bodies of women, period. A man can get several women pregnant every day for years, but there's no birth control. There was, but it has such horrible side effects. Did you know that birth control for women has horrible side effects? But we take it, and we can only be pregnant one at a time. One pregnancy at a time. There may be six of them bad boys in there, but it's still one pregnancy at a time. Is it really about pro-life or not? Hmm. Let's talk some more about it. The Supreme Court has been around for over 200 years. There have been 115 Supreme Court justices. 110 have been men. The first one, Sandra Day O'Connor, came about because Ronald Reagan promised and kept his promise. But that was only in 1981. Yeah. Now let me tell you this, the average age of a Supreme Court justice is about 60, maybe a little under. So these people, they don't know what it's like to have crying babies. They don't know what they don't know what people's going through. They're so far removed. But they get to decide about someone else's body. One of the people that will be deciding this is Amy Coney Barrett. She's the youngest justice at 50. We all know that she has never even tried a case. There's a lot of weird things about her, but this is not about that white lady. This is about the fact that there are people making decisions about us without us. That means that there's no more Planned Parenthood for lower-income communities because Planned Parenthood also provide some cancer services as well they don't just provide um, reproductive health it won't affect them they have the money they have the wealth to take care of whatever they need but what about the people that will eventually have to travel miles and miles out of state to get the reproductive care that they need but can't afford it and then they get desperate What happens then? There's so much to say here. And I urge you to do your research. I urge you to care. I hope this matters to you. Roe v. Wade matters. Now, as a cishet man listening to this, and penis people that can ejaculate into other people, this is for you. It's not far-fetched to think that if they overturn abortion rights, that they're coming for birth control next. That means no more plan B. That means no more morena, no more next plan If they overturn the right to get an abortion, then that means parenthood. Or that means you will have to wear a condom. Oh, I shudder to think. And ooh, it's too tight, it don't fit. I don't like, I can't fit a real thing. Oh, so you like parenthood is what I heard. What would you like for your baby shower? Because that's what's next. So you going to take, you won't accept a, a a 8 feeling out of a 10 because you don't like it. But what about her? What about them? I personally think that they will overturn Roe v. Wade. I hope that's not true. But I think they will. And like I said, it's not too far-fetched for them to come for birth control. Because they don't want to pay for it now. It costs to be a woman. You pay for your birth control if you have access. And if you have access to the good stuff, the stuff that won't make your teeth fall out. And then you pay to be socially accepted. So you pay for your hair. You pay for bras. And then you pay for the for the fact that, that you are able to reproduce. So that's tampons, pads, um... Diva cups, which are um, silicone cups that are placed in the vaginal cavity or at the bottom of the the cervix, so to speak, to catch the blood. And then they're emptied and reused, cleaned and, and then reused to eliminate the waste of pads and tampons and such. But all these things you have to buy, this is awful. Now, if you don't believe in abortion for yourself, I totally get it. You have every right in the world to feel that way. But you do not have the right to decide for someone else. It just is what it is. You don't have a right to say, but I don't want her to, or I don't want them to, or you should keep it, or you're a murderer, because you don't know what she goes through. If you cannot carry a baby, That you should not have a say on the life of someone that can. I am not a penis owner. So I do not have the right to tell someone with a penis what to do with it. That does not concern me. I have a right to tell you to put on a condom. Because that concerns my health and my safety. But I can't tell you how to use it, what to do with it, where to put it. Unless it concerns me. You want to tell somebody who can grow a life. Who can literally build a body. You want to give them directions on whether or not they should or shouldn't. There are people that are unable to have children that will say, just give them up for adoption. That's not how this works. There are so many other factors. I could talk to you about the percentage of children um, adopted after being placed in foster care, the age groups, and how less likely you are to be adopted as you grow older, about who wants to adopt black kids and who doesn't. But none of that really matters because the point is that this is about a woman's body. This is about her right to choose what to do with it. I'll leave you with this. If you've never heard of an eptopic pregnancy, that's a pregnancy that occurs outside of the womb. You could have one of those in your fallopian tube. That's what carries the egg from the ovaries. And the babe could grow in there. First of all, it's excruciating. Second of all, it can kill you. And the baby's not viable. It's not like it can survive without you. It's technically not even a baby yet. It's a clump of cells, but it has more rights than the person is living in. Ain't that something to say? Your not baby has more rights than you do. I hope that you see that this is a bigger issue. As a man, you should care because this will hurt the women in your life. This will hurt your daughters. One man said, well... Why is rape the highest reason? That people are worried about it. Well, sir, uh, the first part about this, you know, is rape. The second part of it is that they attached money to it. In some places, they don't even account for incest. So a father could possibly rape his daughter, get her pregnant, and then turn her in for $10,000. And people will do anything. And for money. So you see how bad this is? Something could happen against your will and you would be forced to carry that child to term. Oh, and by the way, there have been people that have sued, that they've raped other people and sued for parental custody. Can you imagine being someone that having to tell your child that they were a product of something so horrid? Let's talk about the fact that you got one kid. You can't afford to miss work for a second. You can't afford the food. You can't afford it. It would break you. You can only do what you have. And now you have no recourse. Let's talk about the people where you don't want to die. Black people are more likely to die in childbirth than anybody else, but you don't want to die. You had a. You decided that, you know what, I have what I need, or even that I don't want this. And it happened for whatever reason, because it does happen. It hasn't to me, and I thank the Lord upon high for that. And my birth control for holding me down, Morena. you the real OG. However, that doesn't work for everybody. Everything does not work for everybody. But this could help some people. It could save some lives. But none of that matters. So I urge you to look into this. I urge you to do your research and consider what this means for your friends and family. Especially if there's a woman in your life that you care about beyond what's between her legs if you care about her intellectual pursuits her career, her happiness or their happiness and that concludes the first episode of season 2 of the Kinky Heaton Podcast I am your host GR Heaton I appreciate you for sticking with us and welcome back to season 2 like I said it's going to be a really good ride if you like the show please share it with other people Leave a review. Comment. I'm here for it all. If you want to be a guest, let me know. 707 N O I R E. Or you could text me about the show. If you don't like it, tell me. I'm listening as always. Or tell somebody else and let them decide for themselves. You know, one man's trash, another woman's tre- treasure. Yada yada. Until next week, it's going to be a Tuesdays as always. Thank you for joining me. Toodles, poodles.